Let's go. Detroit's hype. Might have been one of the greatest weeks in sports for the state of Michigan in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's been a minute. Get a national champion in Michigan. Lions win a home yep. playoff game. Get another home playoff game. Dude, what are we talking about? It's feeling like destiny is like knocking on the door, dude. Pistons, still trash. Red Wings decent. Yep. Still trash. Um, um, what else we got? Tigers. Yeah, Red Wings are decent. I actually saw a pretty. <laughs> I saw a pretty funny um, video someone made the other day. You know how people like will take um, like the sports teams logos and like put them on somebody to like say, okay, this person is this team. Sure. In this yep. like scenario or situation, and uh, it was funny because it was a group of four people, and you saw the person with the Red Wings all excited and happy, and the person with the Michigan logo all excited and happy, the person with the Lions logo all happy and excited, and then you see a person with the Pistons logo, and he's looking at the <laughs> other three people like, "Fuck you guys, man." <laughs> yep. The Red Wings and Lions have have all the juju. Yep, got all the juju. Um, it's been an interesting. Uh, I I did see another stat that was interesting. Only uh, two states um, have a professional team representing them in the playoffs and a college team representing in the college playoff. And it was the state of Michigan and the state of Texas. Nice. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think the state of Michigan is starting to become somewhat of a uh, a power state, man. I think there's uh, starting to bring some put Michigan it, states looking good. I think they got some there. nice recruits that are coming in and – It'll be interesting to see how the Big Ten's looking with the new landscape next year, man, for the, sure. The heart of the Big Ten, man, the state of Michigan. We're just going to start calling it that. Yep. Heart of the Big Ten. So is this the first we've talked since Michigan won the national championship? This is, man. This oh, is. man. Congrats, Dan. Congrats. Thank you. Shout out to all, really, shout out to all the haters and losers. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, after watching that game, you know, definitely got to give props to uh, Penix. Penix is, uh, he is Oof. a very respected competitor. He uh, he was putting it all out there. He, he missed a few throws. I think it would have changed the the game completely. Yeah. Um, Maybe if they had overall, a. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Their I, defense just, I think, struggled to really stop Michigan's offense. Yeah. I mean, I think. It was uh, difficult for them to. Really you know. Do. Michigan did what Michigan's been doing all year. Uh, run the ball well. Yep. Play good defense. You do those two things, good things happen. Yeah, someone said I was like there was like it was eerily close to what it was. Do you remember the uh Big 10 championship game when Michigan beat uh, Purdue last year? Ooh, I do not when they had uh, Aiden O'Connell. 
Yeah. So it was, uh, it was like it, Donovan had a very similar game. He just yeah. kind of came out and had a couple big runs and got some, some points on the board. Um, so it was, it was good. Uh, looks like Mark is going to join. Nice. Hey. I, I see that he, uh, he's not going pro. Marky Mark, yeah, Mark, Edwards is not going pro. Nice, what's special up, Mark? guest. Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you. Yeah, we can hear you, man. Ah, perfect. I don't have to do Dude, anything. First special guest we've had in a really long time, man. Looking good, Marky Mark. Yeah, man. Thanks. How you guys doing, Ben? I love the hat. I haven't seen that. In oh yeah, a while. yeah, dude. The old, uh, the old green, uh, green, whatever this thing is, yarn hat. Um, we're doing well, you know, hanging in there. How's Buffalo? You guys still covered good. in snow? cold yeah we're we are in our second phase of a lockdown um really where they don't want anybody driving around yeah the city's getting pelted pretty bad right now Holy um shit. still snowing that was a thing <clears throat> oh yeah damn we got like what was it um last year november we got six feet in 24 hours <laughs> that's why they moved one of the bills games why would <laughs> you like, want to yeah, live there, there. <laughs> we're coming to detroit <laughs> Oh man, so so you guys got like what, like something like forty inches uh, over the weekend, and it's still snowing. Yeah, well, it's supposed to still be snowing, but it's just that very... lake effect, man. Yeah, right it's off very... of Erie, or is it what, yeah. what? What lake is that? Yeah, Erie. Yeah, that's Lake Erie. I'm on the other side of you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like <clears throat> but... pushing all that stuff your way, it's like take that Arctic cold weather. <laughs> so, what does that look like, Mark? As far as like, how often are you shoveling snow right now? Right now we're good. I mean, me and my wife have been like sort of doing shifts because we have like a travel ban, like an unnecessary travel ban. So we were both like working from home. Okay. And um, we'll go out and shovel our driveway, just like take an hour at a time. And like right now I've been waiting. It's supposed By to be this... like a snowblower, right? Like not actual shoveling. Uh, it depends on the type of snow because this heavy, dense lake effect shit. It just oh, clogs yeah. up your snowblower, just, oh, so you're God, just fucked. And once, dude, if you get six feet of snow, you look at that. You're not moving that. Yeah. You know, with a snowblower, you are literally. I mean, I would just be building it. an. It, I would just be building a snow fort in my yard with tunnels. Like, oh yeah, that's dude, that's what building. we used to do all the time. We used to like we lived on a cul-de-sac, and it was like me, and about ten or twelve boys my age, and we would just they would plow all the snow into this oh, massive yeah. pile in the cul-de-sac, and you just build a fort in it and. <laughs> Fuck up people's cars until it collapses on Timmy. Be like hiding in the little tubes, and they're like, "Don't go out, dude. We're so deep in this thing. <laughs> They'll never find us. Just shut the fuck up." So that's crazy. I didn't know that they could put you guys on like restrictions where they don't want people leaving. Like, how do you yeah. live not like close to places where you can walk? Well, like last year, the Christmas. So we got hit with two bad storms last year. Um, there was one, and I mean, both times, like. And then we go, yeah, there's one was on Christmas and it was more towards the city and they don't really have the availability to remove snow like um, we do in the South Towns. What are you doing? The infrastructure is um, just not there to help. Yeah, no, that. it's just there's the roads are tight and they don't have the um, <clears throat> equipment. Yeah. Or where do you put all this snow as it's falling? Right. You're literally putting it on yeah. dump trucks. There's nowhere to put it. Yeah. You know, like yeah. out where I live. I'm really close to um, like a massive golf course that they'll dump snow on uh, farms <laughs> that they'll go dump snow out there too and stuff. But um, that's wild. Yeah. No, in the city, they couldn't do it. And people were leaving their homes. It's 
negative 10 degrees blowing 60 mile an hour winds with four feet of snow falling and people are just being found in snow banks just dead because you can't see damn you're talking about like what does it look like just i mean it's nothing out your window when it's falling (laughs) wasn't like all right so one one real quick but one of the things on on our podcast i feel like we always do is like we're ideas guys right all right i said this crazy idea here and mark talking about snow removal what Mm -hmm. if we developed a company where we took the snow removal and we somehow created like a water source but like obviously going through the filtration process of taking the snow and this was Dude, like that's filtered. so much snow to remove. It's like natural precipitation, man. It's naturally filtered. So, so now we're just we're gonna cart snow other places and then turn it into water and like water the Sahara. Dude, why not, man? Where's the nearest? Because I mean, geographically, dude, where's the nearest place to Buffalo well, that like, needs, needs water? Clean water, man. Who needs clean water? What, like, around us? like Arizona? Like, so where are we taking this water? Snow yeah. and just like take the water somewhere. We will ship them down the water, and they can set up just <laughs> massive solar farms and send. There we us go. Energy. Send the energy. There you go. There you go, man. And then we're working together. I thought I thought you were gonna go same route as your trash uh, idea, Dan, where we're just gonna shoot the snow <laughs> at the sun. Space. <laughs> compact the trash and just launch it into space with all all the snow from buffalo just launch it right at the sun it's just gonna evaporate mark didn't like 50 people or something ridiculous like that die a couple years ago in one of these storms jesus yeah no that was last year last year christmas yeah that's and they're saying then people were saying it was probably more um really i know a bunch of people that were like they plow um and they were finding bodies in the uh banks and stuff like that I know a couple oh city God. cops too that That's they were wild. saying, yeah, those numbers aren't right. Damn. It just uh, there were there was a high percentage of homeless people yeah. in the area that got hit really bad. Yeah. If you're they, homeless, they why the fuck would you be in Buffalo? Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know, man. Get the fuck out of there, homeless people. <laughs> I'd be out of here too. Because you want to <laughs> be close to the border. You want to be close because you messed up so bad down south that you yeah. want to be close to the border that you can hop into Canada and nobody's gonna say anything. Be, being homeless in Buffalo, what's that like? Well, it doesn't last very long. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> just like being homeless in Chicago, man, you're probably freezing to death. Yeah, it's cold. Mm-hmm. It's been real cold, which brings all that damn snow. Yep. Yeah, dude, that's wild. So it's, what? It sucks. Yeah. What? Uh, so what? Actually, like it looked like they had a pretty full stadium at the Bills game. So did did it? Was there not a travel ban at that point, or did they just have people say fuck it and show up? Yeah, no, I mean, they had the travel ban before, right, when they had the uh, game suspended a day. Yep. But they had, like, you know, we have – it's right in the neighborhood. And, I mean, I'm five, ten-minute drive away from the stadium. Oh, really? So, okay. It's pretty yeah. local. So <clears throat> it's local. It's, in, it's, you know, it's an orchard park, it's called. Yeah. So people were walking there to shovel out the stadium, which I've done before. Sounds like yeah, fun. I saw that. Right? Not, not with kids, though. Yeah. No, not with the kids. Well, no, you can take them shoveling. That's true. You know, you just don't take them to the game, especially (laughs) now. I mean, like at first it was like, well, we were bad, you know, when I was younger, going to games and stuff. And, you know, it was like just everybody was drunk, you know, at the tailgate. Now it's even worse, you know, as they're still FaceTiming into tables, even when it's cold out. Oh, yeah. No, it doesn't matter. People. What do they call that? Bill's Mafia. Yeah, that was it. Was started by somebody painted it like on the side of a building or something. I don't know what that. Nice, you know. But um, no, the jump through tables was like the lightest part of it. I used to go to games when 
So I lived very close to the stadium. We would get dropped off by our parents, and then after kickoff, we'd scalp tickets for like five, ten dollars, right? But we would oh, go sweet. and just drink. You know, like people would yeah. be handing you were literally like looking like a child, and they're like, "Oh, come on, I'm, you know, I drink <laughs> whatever." Or you just walk by them because they're too drunk, and you take it with you. Um, <clears throat> but I saw some very crazy things happening in some of those tailgates. I saw people just, you know have the sex between cars like that was like normal right Dang. there's this, <laughs> there's a lot that you can't get into unless you drive your car into it so people now people fill up cars like 20 30 get as many people as they can into tailgate to go into this lot because it's that that's where you see all the crazy stuff goes all right oh my yeah so there's but yeah, you don't want to take kids to games there so so what do they just like clear out enough space for people to kind of hang out and tailgate and then have people yeah, clear out the fly. stadium yeah i mean the parking lots it's you know we're not you know i've seen um detroit's arena you know i've been to cleveland i've been to a couple other places pittsburgh and stuff like that you know there are a lot of inner cities that's what's cool about buffaloes is because you just there's nothing out there like i said gotcha. and they just plow, it's wide just open push it away uh, they're building the brand new stadium right next to it oh too. are they okay that's the pit yeah. <laughs> the pit yeah the big the, one the pit that they people everyone, sacrificing people <laughs> Well, no, because after they st- so they found five game I mean, winning streak, they sacrificed first yeah, every game. No, dude, there's that was it was week one. It was the first home game that somebody fell into that pit. He was oh, I sent God. I think I sent it in our group yeah, chat. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he was like naked on meth and on like three other things and just going nuts in there. And I was like, yeah, it only took one game. <laughs> it's like, but get in the pit, man. Get in yeah, the pit. Try yeah. to love someone. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> That's amazing. Damn. Buffalo. Love it. So, hmm. Mark, speaking of Buffalo, uh, you got any predictions on the game against the, the Chiefs this weekend? Oh, Dude, I have no clue. I mean, you've seen no that, like, we were talking, what, six, seven weeks ago, and the Bills were six and six. Dude. You know, Ben and I were talking. I was talking was so like, much trash about the Bills. It's like, like, dude, they're like, out. You're sending me little things <laughs> of, like, them being done and everything like that, and I'm like, Man, it's too crazy of a year. Like, there's Dude, it is crazy, man. <laughs> right? hard to it's, predict. It's I mean, tough to predict. It depends on what I mean. Yeah, national media and everything like that. But from watching the Bills, what Josh Allen you get? Yeah, is it going to be that? You know, I'm coming the to stud. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm taking your women, and there's nothing you can do about it, Josh <laughs> Allen. Or is it the? Oh my God! I like the the nervous and jerky and under the lights, Josh it, Allen. If he's going to have a take your women game, the one with Taylor Swift and Patty Mahomes' girl, that that's the ideal take your women game. You know, oh, yeah. g- gather up Taylor too. Swift. <laughs> oh, my God. Put her, in, put her in an igloo somewhere in the middle of Buffalo where no one can find her. He's got a, oh. they, he's got a really nice house. It's actually like two or three miles from my house. Oh, yeah. Like there's a, there's a, park right next to his like his backyard is this massive park so he doesn't really have any neighbors and there's just yeah. a, well you see this massive mansion going up you know right. in the middle of nowhere and then also it's like who's is that and <clears throat> takes one person seeing him standing outside the house where you're just like oh yeah there he is that's your house What makes the, sense you guys probably shop at the same grocery store yeah they've a the bunch of the bills players come around my neighborhood and i mean when i was younger marshawn lynch when he was a rookie lived <laughs> he lived across the way and he had this big i don't know this stupid purple 
hoopty on, you know, just jacked up on 28 inch rims with gold plate, you know, and he would just rip it through. And we're just like, when Oakland comes to Buffalo, dude, he had it jacked up so he could get over the snow. I know. Oh yeah. That's what you need is that thing. I love Marshawn Lynch. That was, yeah, he was. So dude, the field looked immaculate. I'm assuming it's a heated field that they've got there. No, they they got it. They had, they just had a plastic over the top of it. Oh. So you just clear off all the, you clear off all the snow gotcha. and there's, you just roll up the plastic and you're good. Yeah. Okay. That makes right? sense. <clears throat> like I said, we're used to that type of yeah, stuff. Here. You guys got all the special, special tricks down. Do you got, I, I, are heated yeah. driveways a big thing out there? No, heated sidewalks. Heated sidewalks. Okay. Yeah. A lot of people have like, um, a lot of villages. There's a lot of villages, you know, like shopping villages and stuff like that. Okay. They've been installed yeah, heated heated sidewalks yeah. throughout everything. And that's got to be expensive as fuck, bro. Yeah, but you just turn the rent up a little bit, and then look at that. Yeah. <laughs> but you're, but it's it's comes through five months out of the year. Yeah. Know? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Lake effect. Good Love for it. The business. Yeah. All right. So Chiefs, Chiefs, Bills. I mean, I feel like this is uh, it's just one of those classic. Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen games, you know, we're going to look back on one day, be like, I was alive when old Josh Allen battled Patty Mahomes for the sixth yeah. time in a row. Right? <laughs> like, it feels yeah. like, oh, man, that's all the Bills need to do is just beat the Chiefs. That's what we've been sure. I mean, there's yeah, no obviously the Bills fan. You yeah. know, I'm going to say everything about them. But, you know, being a football fan, if you look at how the Bills have built their roster over the past couple years like they got their quarterback right they get they let a player like Tremaine Edmonds who was a freak athlete linebacker you know he was good he was he was 23 24 years old I think he went to Chicago and signed some massive contract right they didn't worry about him you know they took Bond which was, was still seeing how that goes right he started last year really good but yeah yeah he took the Ray Rice approach or we'll see <laughs> we'll see what happens. Nice. Um, no, I, I, I think that there's definitely been uh, a positive direction, and I feel like going into the playoffs, you know, the Bills have have been a lot more consistent. I feel like yeah, they got to continue to ride that. I still like this entire like. You, you take away the last game the Chiefs had, I just haven't been that impressed by them the entire season and i feel like unless they can figure it out early on in buffalo it's it's this gonna be it. a great game for the bills man like i'm excited for him i i want to see him i want to see josh allen in a super bowl i feel like the bills definitely deserve a shot to be here they've been one of the better teams in the nfl for like the last three or four years in my opinion so yeah I, i'm definitely a josh allen fan i like to cheer for the guy i think he's a, a top competitor in the league and um you know if i had to Pick a winner. I, I I'm definitely going with the home team on uh, on on this Sunday for for you guys. So fingers yeah, crossed, you guys get that dub. I like the Bills at home here. I don't, I'm trying to figure out what the line is right now. It looks like it's uh, Bills minus three, so they're favored. Minus three. Yeah, yeah minus They've three or two and a half. Beginning, yeah. you know. But I mean, yeah, I trailed off on my thought earlier. But what I was saying was how they built their roster was to beat Kansas, Kansas City. Kansas City. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <clears throat> That's why you bring in Von Miller to attack the quarterback because right. we didn't have anybody that wouldn't attack the quarterback. Yeah, Von Miller. Yeah, you brought in uh, Malcolm Floyd, I think, as well too this year on a one-year contract, right? Where he was he was a first-round pick, early round pick. I don't want to talk out my ass, but anyway, he didn't. He was not that good of a player. Started playing with Von in L.A. 
yeah and was just like 10 sacks and then all and then he came to buffalo and same thing he's doing really well here so yeah. you know we're we're designing our team to attack the quarterback oh yeah pat mahomes cookies and, <clears throat> yeah and the you know the defensive backs to hold people down you got mika hyde and jordan poyer who have been back there oh. together for seven eight years Dude, yeah jordan, jordan poyer's a stud jordan poyer's a stud he and he's always he my wife is always she watches obviously every game with me. She's like, man, when I see somebody just flying in and just not no, caring about their body, it's <laughs> a good that's a good quality in a safety. <laughs> last year in the Kansas City game, right? He drove from Buffalo to Kansas City because he had a ruptured lung or something like that. Couldn't fly, and he couldn't fly, but there, but he could play football. <laughs> he so could play football. football. He's like, I drove what? to Kansas City. He drove to Kansas City and played. He played, That's he awesome. played with so many injuries last year. Damn. It was ridiculous. That's great. But I would not want to play with like a punctured lung. No. Nah. No. I mean, if they tell you that can't get any worse, why not, right? If you're if yeah. you're already there in your career. Um yeah, dude, I feel like we need to get the Bills Lions or the Bills, yeah, Bills Lions uh Super Bowl hype gone. Um Yeah, I feel bad sick. for you guys. Why playing the Bucks? <laughs> At home? Oh no! I thought you said a Bills Lions Super Bowl yeah. happening. I was like, Let's go! Yeah, I would, but I'd have to root for my team. Oh yeah, no, that's perfectly that's fine. True. I might root for the Bills. To be honest, I don't know if the Lions deserve it yet as much as the Bills do. You know what? Yeah, no, it's always fun and exciting. What would you say, Ben? You, the Lions don't deserve it. I mean, look at what Bills the the Buffalo fan base has been through. They've had a better team. You know, li- we beat the Chiefs. We did beat the Chiefs this year, so Lions are kind of that up and comer. Anything, Mark, you should yeah. definitely beat the Chiefs. Yeah, no, yeah, we <laughs> played the Chiefs this year. We beat them. Yeah. What I are mean, your uh, What are your thoughts on some of the other matchups this weekend? You got any I other picks I, or anybody else? I definitely like the Lions versus Tampa Bay. Yeah, I think that is going to be Baker Mayfield. You know, last week was. I know they were playing <clears throat> Philly, and Philly was on the way out, but. He still put up like 340 yards and three touchdowns, and yep. just a game like where you're watching him, just like, okay, he's shredded, man. Yeah, yeah it's, he's it's shredded he's hot right now, right? And exactly, um, the Lions had a good game against um, the Rams and everything. That was a fun game to watch, right? <sighs> Almost lost it at the end there. Quick. They go up real quick, and then all of a sudden, LA yep. just slowly kind of creeps, 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 right? One yeah. thing I will say is our defense did not have an answer to that motion offense that the uh the rams had like anytime uh uh what's his name uh pakua or how do you say his name dude anytime he was in motion you knew he was getting the ball and we just couldn't stop it it was just like come on like yeah why are we continuing to 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 play defense the same way in and out and it's just like guys you guys aren't making any adjustments you guys can't think that something is just going to miraculously change and make things better. But, you know, you don't see as much of that motion offense with the Bucks, uh offense. So I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see what happens. We play a lot of man to man and um, don't really do a whole lot of coverage. And I think we're going to get beat a lot by Mike Evans. I think it's just a matter of uh, you know how we can shut down the other receivers because they definitely have guys out there. Um, but I'm also kind of nervous because I think the, I think the Bucks defense looked pretty good against the Eagles and, if they come with that same intensity against the Lions, it's definitely going to be a, a challenge. I think whoever can figure <laughs> out uh, who can demand the run game, I think is going to have the biggest impact on that game. And I'm really hoping the Lions come out and just take Gibbs and just 
just stick it to him, man. Stick it to him. Gibbs all day, man. Run it. Yeah. He's been looking good. Yep. He has been. That's what the Eagles didn't do. The Eagles didn't run the ball. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's a lot coming out about that team and how their locker room is kind of uh, not in good shape right now. Little Matt Patricia action going on down there. Not yeah, he's toxic. He, Dude, he, <laughs> why he would you hire that man? How long is he in Detroit? And then he's gone. It's like three years. Sucked. I hated him. Just trash of a coach. These are missing. We're coming up and biting something. Dude, his <laughs> talent evaluation is what got me. Like they just drafted like absolute mm. trash when he was there. Just not good compared to what they've been doing with Brad Holmes. It's just night and day. Does any yeah. of that have to do with the GM? Because I feel like Dude, when yeah. Brad Holmes came in, got a lot. I mean, who was their GM before? It was like Bob Quinn, I think, the old Patriots guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. they I mean, they just found a good little combo with Brad Holmes and then the neat the neat eater himself, Motor City Dan. Just Dude, doing his thing to motivate the boys. I love what they're doing, man. I love it. And it's great um, seeing teams like that too, you know, like that's what yep. happened to the Bills. What was it? How many years ago was it that they drafted EJ Manuel in the first round? Oh yeah, dude. And then the year then the year after they traded uh, <laughs> two first round picks to move up two spots to draft Sammy Watkins. Oh man, they, Sammy Watkins. They had uh Doug Whaley was his name, the GM for the Bills. And he was just a it's he like fate. <clears throat> it's these it G terrible. Yeah, dude, it's these GMs that like that, like what you just said, they just give up high value picks where you could get two guys to move up a little bit and get one guy, and mm-hmm. that guy sucks. <laughs> Carolina they luck. have negotiation skills. Yeah, yeah. Look at Carolina this year. Yep, Carolina's mm-hmm. in that boat, and dude, they they're giving their first round pick to the. I mean, the Bears are kind of a low key up and coming team. Another first round pick. They're gonna have two, I think, top fifteen picks this year. You know, they're. I don't have they fired Eberflus yet, or is he still around? They're not quite into the Jim Harbaugh sweepstakes yet, maybe. I'm not sure. Dude, how do you guys feel about some of these coach firings? So Bill Belichick's gone. Pete Carroll's gone. Dude, so many coaches. Nick man. Saban retires. Yeah. They're talking about Tomlin being on the hot seat. It's like, man. <sighs> I think Mike Tomlin's – I think Tomlin's fine. Yeah. I, how many – yeah, he's fine because, okay, he's had how many winning seasons right, in a row? Right. When was the last? He won a Super Bowl, but the, the NFL forgets very quickly. Look at yeah, Belichick. Exactly. Look at Belichick. Belichick well, here's, the here's the thing has with this Belichick. massive yeah. god of people. right? right? Of yeah, but I feel like they're they're to a point where he they're like, okay, how much longer does this guy even have left? And I feel like if they were in a position – I thought they parted ways. Like it was – With Belichick? Like, parted ways. Yeah. yeah I thought I, it was yeah. kind of mutual. Like he was like, I'm kind of done here. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Kraft. I think Kraft kind of <laughs> wanted to push him out. I'm. I'm I was gonna sure say, I think, like, I think Kraft and you know the powers that be there were uh, like, hey man, this guy's yeah. 72 years old. He we haven't won anything since Tom Brady left. So yeah. maybe it was a Tom Brady thing, not necessarily a Bill Belichick thing. And I mean, we've had that conversation a lot, Dan. It's like, man, uh, you know, hindsight looking back on that now, it's like, yeah, Tom Brady was really good. Bill Belichick was kind of along for the rides. What kind of looks like at this point. Tom Brady was the offense. Belichick was the defense. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yep. That's what that's what my brother always says too. Yeah. Um. What about the uh, What about these other games? You guys have any thoughts on the Saturday games? You Dude, think the, there's an upset waiting to happen? There's some wild lines, man. The the Ravens and the 49ers are nine point favorites. That's a huge line for an NFL playoff game. Nine you think point. the 49ers are really going to swipe the floor with the Packers like that? I don't know, man. I think it's going to be a close game. I mean, it's in San Francisco. Final play. They're coming off a bye. It's going to be a lot of Christian McCaffrey action. 
Is well, he hundred percent healthy though? I mean, you got to think they're as healthy as you can be at this time of year, coming off a a week off. I thought he, I thought he was coming off an injury. About two weeks. I think he might have like tweaked something. <clears throat> I thought he like tweaked his hamstring or something recently. That's, That's possible. What I, I read. Um, but what do you guys think about this uh, Texans Ravens game? You're talking about the Dude, shootout, the MV, the the rookie of the year in CJ Stroud against uh, the potential MVP of the season and. Mr. Uh, Mr. Uh, Lamar Jackson there. I almost forgot his name for a second. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think. Play. I like them both. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I do too. I like them both as well. We're getting to the, it's I only. I like CJ Stroud, but I like what he's doing. Yeah, it's only good football, you know, from here on out. <clears throat> yeah. So McCaffrey had a, a calf injury. Calf injury. That's he's He's been uh, full go in practice, so is, is the word okay. on the street. So I think he's probably going to be fine. I mean, they got to make. They got to try to make some sort of run with him at this point. 49ers have looked a little shaky towards the end of the season here. You think Jordan, Jordan Love and the boys are going to get him? I don't, dude. They looked really good. They the did look day. really good in Dallas. Yep. They smacked Dallas too. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. It's <laughs> a couple bad Dallas turnovers kind of screwed them, but. Yeah, those interceptions was a back-to-back yeah. pick sixes or something. Yeah, I mean, I think the Jair Alexander one wasn't a pick six, but Packers got the ball at like the 20 or 30-yard line, something ridiculous <laughs> like that. I'll tell you what, one thing I have really noticed watching more Packers games recently and watching Jordan Love is he has a lot of mannerisms and like similarities to the way he reads to uh, Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion. Yeah. Like the way he throws the ball, the way he kind of just like – his day-to-day activity in the game. Like to me, it's like, you can tell he was studying hard under Rogers before he left, obviously, oh, yeah. but helps he wears um, 10. Wait, wait, was Rogers? No, he was 12. Wasn't he? Yeah. He was yeah, 12. Rogers was 12. yeah. Yeah. Never mind. It's one of those, um, but no, I thought, dude, he was slinging the ball the other day. So yeah. I, I do. It's a very, it's, it's a very wild pick. And this is, I'm just going to say this right now. I think it's going to be a one score game and I wouldn't, I won't be surprised if the Packers go out there and upset them. the Packers can get them. I mean, there's teams that do this, a little wild card run stuff every year. So, I mean. It was the first time a seven seed's ever beat a two seed. Yeah, you got to think there's going to be an upset this week. Um, hopefully it's not. there been a seven seed? Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Good call. Uh, uh, uh. Hey. <laughs> got me. But, you, dude, I, I mean, we got to keep the Bills, 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 Lions, Super Bowl alive. That means it's either You're San Francisco or – or Baltimore is getting upset. Young children, Dan. The past two years <laughs> has flown by. It could be what I think is two years is actually five. <laughs> I really I don't know how how many years has it been. Seven years since they started the wild card thing. I dude, it's been a minute. I think it's been probably like the wild card. Yeah, but with the first round extended by. wild. Oh card. yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's so <laughs> weird they only give a buy to the number one seed. I almost would much rather not have that buy. You don't want to buy for your team. I mean, yeah, to get people rested, but if you're vibing and you're on a roll, man, like just keep it going. Yeah. Uh, let's. I think teams, 14, I think teams can sometimes. Sometimes teams can take the foot off the gas, man, and they just fall apart. Yeah. No, that's true. I mean, that you know, rust versus rest, right? That's a that's the classic Feels debate. A rattled. Yeah. yeah. What'd you say? Mark twenty twenty is when they did it. Yeah, I see it okay. in twenty twenty. Yeah, twenty twenty. So it's been. This will be the. Th- what third year, fourth year? How's that work? Yeah, time wise. Weird. That's the like time of the year where is it? Twenty twenty three season or twenty twenty four? I forgot season? that they did that for a while. I don't know because someone was asking me. I think my dad was asking me about it. He was like, 
how does it work now? I was like, well, oddly enough, the lowest seed is not <clears> going to play or the top seed is not going to play the highest remaining seed. So it right. switches. So yeah. after that first round, it's all dependent on they reseed. the next round. Yep. The reseed, which actually turned out really great for the Lions. Yeah, man. Playing the Bucks. Let's go. And getting two, two home games. Yep. Hey. hey, man, if they um, don't lose to the Cowboys, then the Packers don't have to play the Cowboys. Or how the hell would that have worked? I don't know. Anyway, it worked out for them in the end. They get two home games. Yeah, they could get three home games if the Packers beat the 49ers because then oh, yeah. the NFC Championship game would be in, in Detroit. Detroit. Let's go. Got Go Crazy Pack against so the Packers. Go. go Pack Go. Go Pack Go, yeah, right? <laughs> go Pack Go, baby, on Saturday. I'm a Packers fan. How wild would that be if the call, NFC – I'm going to call up Steven Fuchs and be like, dude, I'm such a big Packers fan. Let's let's get that dub today. How wild would it be if the, if the NFC Championship game was two NFC North teams? That's just not something you you'd expect. After us being the most garbage division in right football, what was it a few years ago? Yep, it's still a pretty garbage division. I mean, the Vikings and the Bears are not good teams, but the Packers oh, barely squeaked in. A lot better if Kirk played. Yeah, that's true. Packers, that's true. Packers are the youngest team in the NFL to are they? Like make a playoff, play, make the playoffs, and also win a playoff game. Man, um, Packers. Yeah, I think they're pretty up and coming. Crazy, I think the Bears so. are up and coming. I think if your boy, your guy's boy, Kirk Cousins, comes back. I think the, the Vikings could be good again. I mean, I think the NFC North might be the best division at NFC. It could be. I mean, yeah, it's an up-and-coming division for sure. Yeah, yeah, but Packers, yeah, it's funny. After after Aaron Rodgers leaves, now we got money to actually get some good receivers and draft them. You know, they get Jaden Reed and Romeo Dubs. Like, fuck Christian, you, Aaron. Fuck you. Christian yeah, <laughs> yeah, Christian Watson just uh, is balling. <clears throat> And Aaron Rodgers is on the Jets, so it, just, it also just so happens that, that's all you uh, need to know. The Jets. Oh, it's funny. I remember thinking people were asking me, yeah, "How do you feel that Aaron Rodgers is joining the Dalvin Cook and all these players?" Are oh yeah, the Jets. It Jets. Yeah. It's the Jets. So it's just like the Cleveland Browns, where somehow they figure out to mess it up. Even though they brought in, they so they bring in Flacco, right? Yeah, dude. <laughs> We Flacco loved it. Tears it up, right? He's, I loved it too, man. It was Joe Flacco. Man. Joe Flacco. Yeah, Joe Flacco. Baby. It was just this awkward dude from what Delaware or something, yeah, right? Went to University of Delaware. Delaware. Yep. <laughs> and um, he just comes into Cleveland and just tears them up. And what do they do? They go play in the playoffs and just get smoked by the team that smoked them in the off season for that yep. Deshaun Watson. Like, so, yep. you know, here you go. You know, yep. talking about selling the selling the uh, the entire team for one player. Mm-hmm. They got Deshaun Watson. Yeah, it always sucked to be that player and yeah. or that team. Were they you paying know, him like, like thirty million a year? A gave up a bunch of draft picks, and he's not. And you're you're rocking Joe Flacco. Your <laughs> fourth string, come off the couch. Homie. Yeah, you're playing. Who, who is he? Who was the other guy that they had that they were just like, yeah, we can't run with this guy. It's like Dorian um, Thompson Robinson. Yeah, Dorian Thompson Jones. Uh, I think they yeah, ran. They might have run a little bit of uh, PJ. Is it PJ? Oh, that's right. PJ Walker. PJ Walker, yeah, PJ the old Walker, XFL guy. guy too. But I mean, Nick Chubb went down. What? Oh yeah, Eight, losing Chubb. Three. R.I.P. That's R.I.P. Nick Chubb. Indianapolis didn't have Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh man, NFL's wild this year. Yeah, man, NFL should be good. I I'm like 50-50. I might try to sneak over to vegas if uh if they make Lions it make it i don't know man all right i'm thinking man i mean I mean, vegas flights are cheap why not man why not 
It's gonna be an expensive Vegas weekend, man. Lots of people coming to town. Yeah. Good time though. Um it'd be a good time to go. All right, let's shift here. Dan, where's Jim Harbaugh gonna coach next year? Dude, he just interviewed with Atlanta today. So Did he interviewed with the Chargers and he's interviewed with the the Falcons. Um, I also read a story today um that he's looking for uh immunity against any sanctions that the uh, NCAA might put on him from the university, I think, in order to try to renegotiate his contract. How does that work? How would that even? That's... I don't know, man. I really don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. NCAA, you don't understand. He's fine. Yeah. We we said it's cool. We wrote it on the piece of paper. <laughs> 30 um, I just, I don't know, man. I Right now, it's just such a, it's, it's, it's a clown show, man. It's a clown show. A national champion clown show, though. <laughs> I know, man. And that's what I love about it. It's like everyone was like, okay, if he wins, there's like, he's probably going to make an announcement that he's going to go to the NFL or he's going to leave or he's going to step down. And then once JJ declared for the NFL draft, I was like, I don't know. He might leave now. But then yeah. now I'm like, why would he ask to negotiate that if he didn't have some desire to still stay? So now. I'm fucking torn between he's probably going to leave, but I don't, I like, he's making me think he's not going to leave now. And I'm just going to be like, God damn it. Now, what are we going to do? I mean, you'll probably just, I don't know. I mean, if he leaves, what do you guys just promote? Probably go find a coach, right? Or do you promote Sharon? I think they'd probably just promote Sharon at this point, because I mean, who are you going to go out there and get? Like, I'm, yeah, you're not gonna go get you're not gonna go get like Pete Carroll or something. That dude's old. <laughs> Bring in Pete Carroll. Like that would be pretty epic if they brought in Pete Carroll to I a team. I can't think of anybody else in college that I'd want to see. It'd be um, full circle for Pete. He leaves USC just about <laughs> as they're about to get sanctioned. Goes to the NFL, leaves the NFL, comes to Michigan just as about they're about to get sanctioned. Actually has to deal with whatever the fallout is of that. Yeah. No, they're not gonna get Pete Carroll though. That would be. I just don't. I just don't know if there's a lot out there that I'd want. Um. I was kind of hoping that Harbaugh would maybe try to stay for a little longer, but it just, the more, more people talk about it, it just kind of makes sense that he's probably going to leave. Yeah. It's kind of, um, it's kind of shitty because with the timing of it all, like, I don't think they can officially do anything NFL hiring wise until after maybe the championship weekend. And then, yeah. yeah. But at the same time, the coaching carousel in college football is all happening like right now. You know right what I now. mean? Yeah, like yeah. all the guys are getting like the Washington coaches got hired by Bama, um, yep. so that seems to be like the top guys are kind of already moving. So if you're gonna try to swoop somebody, exactly. it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. <clears throat> Would put them in a shitty situation. So yeah, but I think yeah, um, the just promote from within makes a lot of sense there, just because they've already got a good program going. It's not like you know yeah. I don't think you'd lose a lot of recruits if Jim Harbaugh, Harbaugh was leaves only in for half the games <laughs> last year anyways. And they still won them all, so. <laughs> That's what it was. It was his. Uh, his those are his interviews. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I, I, you know, I think when it all comes down to it, too, like, you know, we had, we had talked about, or I had I had made the comment that I, I was like, I, I think if Michigan wins the national championship, this is going to go down as the greatest Michigan team ever, and I I feel like I I can stand by that now because unequivocally, like, no one has better statistics than uh, Blake Corum for Michigan. Like, he's yeah. got. A bunch of different records like most touchdowns in a season for U of M, most touchdowns in a career at the university yeah most points by a player at the university 
um, like three Big Ten championships, national title, and was three and zero against Ohio State. Like, yeah, no one has better credentials as a Michigan running back in Michigan football history. Like, yeah, I mean, he's going to go down as the greatest player to play for Michigan. Yeah, the, awesome the little stretch they've had is, I mean, it's better than yeah. you know they were. I think even in the '90s when they won the national oh, championship yeah, with sure. Woodson and them. I mean, JJ's better this than Brian Greasy. I think we can we can go ahead and throw that out there even though he didn't do yep. much this year with the offensive line and running game that they had, you know, they're exactly. really, he didn't have to do anything. Yeah. They're, they're really only the game they were tested was that, uh, that Bama game. Yeah. And I mean, still, I, I feel like you, you look at the tape and I might be a little biased, but I feel like you could definitely tell that Michigan was better than Bama, you know? The, yeah. Oh yeah. They were for sure. Was well, still 27, 20, yeah. but yeah. yeah, no, they were definitely better than Bama. It, like, dude, it was just Michigan trying to throw that game with dropping punts and doing the most random things. Yeah, like they they did a lot of fair catching in the national championship game. I noticed <laughs> a lot of fair yeah. catching, or just we're not going to field the punt. They worked on that. They're yeah. like, no one's running shit back. Yeah, <laughs> we're not going to be heroes, guys. Don't drop it. Not with this old line. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> they're they're doing suicide if anybody tried catching. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it'll be interesting. I think the big change is, is um, about to have a big, big change with these new teams coming in. And I, I think it's going to be cool, though, because it'll shake things up. Like, we'll, we'll get to see how the the landscape will change a little bit because I think they're going to go away with having the, the East and West. Yep. And I think they're they're planning on just having, like, the top two teams compete for the, the championship, yeah. like how – Yep um how they should do it how they do it in uh no more because the sec does it the same way right i think so oh uh, they had east and west didn't they the SEC. yeah yeah they, they added they added some new schools this year they too, did right? yeah well texas and yeah so you're, you're telling me we're not going to get any more purdue iowa um nope. northwestern we'll big, never make another big, big 10, 10 championship games that's unfortunate. That's for the best. That's for the best. <laughs> it's for the best. <laughs> it is literally no for the best. Fans, but come on, man. <laughs> You're probably going to see like an Oregon, fucking Ohio State, or like yeah. a Michigan State, UCLA, or like a USC, Mich- like something, something stuff, fucking though. cool. Yeah. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Because there's a lot of good teams now. Like we have a lot of good teams. Like yeah. I think I'm going to go out there and I'm going to go out there and say this. I think top to bottom. The Big Ten is better than the SEC. Ooh, it's putting it out there, Dan. Ooh. I mean, they're national champs right now. Can't say, you know, can't hold them against them. Big Ten national champs. NIL, you know? NIL. And two NIL teams from the Big Ten. Field, though, too. Two it teams in the Big Ten were in the national championship, Michigan That's, and Washington. That's right. <laughs> technically, yeah. Technically. Pac-12. Yeah, it don't matter. <laughs> All right. Oregon, so. Oregon was there. Oregon was there. Ohio State was there. Yep. All right. Penn State was also let's uh, let's shift twenty five team. Let's shift gears here. So we Mark, we brought you on to do uh, some MMA talk. <laughs> All right. So what's good with the fight this weekend? With Sean Strickland versus uh, what's his name, Duskus Duspuis. Duskus like Duspuis. That's amazing. Duspuis. Yes, he is. He is from South Africa. Okay. And he is a white boy. Okay. Oh, and he this is guy with the braids. No, 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 no. He's not. No, he's this freak athlete specimen where you look at him and there's, you're like, there's no way you are in this weight class, yeah. right? Because you look at some, you look at some of these dudes, and you know, there's multiple weight classes in the UFC. 
um i don't know the weights off the top of my head but they're in increments usually of like there's a 115 featherweight 25 yeah featherweight okay. bantamweight welterweight middleweight welterweight yeah. you know light heavyweight heavyweight you know and they don't you know and i think keeping a bunch of those rather than boxing is kind of cool because you know you see dudes that can actually fight at those weights um oh, yeah. so this Duskus Dupuis guys is definitely one of those guys that he's he's what is it they're fighting at they're fighting at uh, I can't think of it at the top of my head but say they're at about 180 pounds so like heavyweight almost no that's a middleweight <clears throat> middleweight middleweight or light heavyweight um I think well, it's, 180 no. something is pretty I feel like that's pretty solid I think 180 is light heavyweight heavyweight is about 205 let me pull 205 Look it up real like quick. Triscus, dude, six one one eighty six is what he's listed at. Yeah, so Dang. it's about so he's probably fighting in the one eighty five class, right? Yeah, yeah. One and of them's one eighty six, one twenty. He's like a picture ben of the size. dude. Yeah, yeah, but you look at the picture of the dude. Yeah, he's Ben size. But then look at a picture of the guy, and you are just like, if this is the same size as Ben, what the fuck is Ben doing? <laughs> no offense, Ben, <laughs> but the guy is like a physical freak specimen right and he yeah. is just capable of taking everybody down he goes in he draws you in to try to fight him and he'll try to take you down yeah the other guy i like is i mean the guy he's fighting sean strickland i think i was sending ben some video oh, yeah dude he gives no fucks about anything he is a scumbag yeah. white boy <laughs> talking about, and he'll say he says it too where he was brought up just as like a piece of shit right and he <laughs> oh, talks is he the guy who like wanted trump to give him the trophy or the belt no that's that's um uh cody garbrandt uh, no not cody garbrandt uh that's uh, that was wild when i heard that he had asked dana can't think of him he just fought to give him but strictly so who who do you think so, is the favorite in this fight so Strickland is, I say Dupuis is the favorite. I mean, it's yeah. it's it's favorites and fights are crazy because it's a fight, right? Yeah. Anything can. Happen. I don't know anything about UFC. So, but I love watching fighting. Yeah. So it's it's you know the UFC was you know like I remember watching it when it was, um. Tito Ortiz versus Ken Shamrock, and that was when we were probably like 12, 13, 14 years old, and that's when it started to be a little bit more of a mixed martial arts versus let's put this 400-pound dude versus, uh, you know, sumo wrestler versus this 180-pound judo guy or jujitsu guy and see who can win. And the original uh, UFC was like a tournament where they were like, okay, it's brackets, so you win, you're still fighting that night until, you know, somebody wins. And Hoyce Whoa. Gracie won it. It was this, you know, small Brazilian tumbler. guy yeah. that just beat the crap out of everybody, right? And it was like, let's see what a boxer looks like versus a, you know, professional kickboxer. Muay Thai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Bring in Muay Thai. Bring in a judo guy that can throw people. Bring in this, you know, crazy yeah. types of styles and everything. And Brazilian jiu-jitsu. That would have been cool to witness it, like, back in the day, like, and when it was like that. That would have been sweet. Yeah, but I, I I, feel like Strickland is the type of fighter that all he does is he wants to fight. You know, his yeah. whole thing has been fighting. But it's – I would take Strickland. Dude, it looks like – You're taking Strickland? Like, the, it's weird. So it's the – 
So it's not like he's, the NFL where you're giving points. He's the current belt. He's the current middleweight champion. Yeah, but yeah. it looks like Strickland is like a slight favorite, but it's minus mm-hmm. 125, and then that's du- why it's Duplee is, is minus 102. So like, almost like they're both kind of like nobody knows how to bet this essentially. And that's why that's why fighting like the mm-hmm. odds and everything like that, like calling a favorite, is really tough because yeah. it's like okay, this guy is a black belt in this style, but this guy is black belt in this other style, and they conflict this way. You know, it's like, okay, how can this stand-up boxing guy uh, keep himself up or a guy that just wants to maul you like a bear? Dude, you know, I'll take you down and just beat the hell out of you. I'm watching a clip of this Strickland dude. He's literally yelling at the guy he's fighting. Oh, yeah. No, there's some crazy guys. I mean, if it was, uh, especially during COVID, like when COVID was happening, um, they still kept the fights going, right? They had Fight Island going yeah, where it was off the coast <clears throat> of, you know, whatever foreign oil countries out there dude this just bring uh, the guys there and like we're just gonna we're just gonna fight each other yeah they were so like like, the island island everybody was isolated right so you're free from covid and you could hear like the cracks right because oh yeah right in the crowd there's nobody there and you hear them talking shit to each other (laughs) right like just straight up just like i mean khabib khabib yeah yep you know he with was the head on with the hair. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, no. There was, yeah, he wore the, yeah, the white wig, and he yeah. was undefeated. And there was like fights where he's just beating the shit out of a dude and going, he's like, you know, you're not gonna win this. You know, this is over. You know, this is over. Just give up. Just give up. You know, like screaming at him. You know, but definitely but with like the the head. COVID and Fight Island, it was like you could hear the cracks. You could hear him talking. You know, it was that that was really cool for I think, and they that was the only thing going on, right? During the early stages of the pandemic, was right. they had fights every weekend. Yeah. Oh dang, it's gonna it's telling us we got 15 minutes, boys. Yeah. Um, I will I will say one more thing about UFC. Um, it's this uh, the, how do you say his name? The police. Yeah. The police. Something like that. The police. He uh he's won eight straight fights. That's pretty that's pretty fucking sweet. Yeah, was he like I wouldn't twenty and two overall. This Sean Strickland guy, he he lost pretty recently, didn't he? Uh, he's lost a few, but I yeah. mean he is it's it's the different styles of fight, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. Here's a guy who's just going to come at you and just keep swinging and has a motor that doesn't stop. Like uh, look at the Diaz brothers, Nate and Nick. Yeah. You know they weren't they weren't amazing strikers. You know they weren't these great fighters, and they weren't they were they, were, they just had a motor. Yeah, yeah. Just don't right. quit. <clears throat> whatever he whatever happened to, to Khabib, dude? Did he just like get well, old he gave and it up? Yeah, he gave it up. He, he said, up. "I'm done." Oh, really? He's like he's like he's won the he won the belt. He was just like, you know what? I'm done. I don't need to fight anymore. Good for what him. Fight for. Yeah, yeah. It's like I did it all. What are you fighting for, more. Khabib? Maybe he's fighting for he something else now. Enough money he didn't need anymore, anyways. Yeah, I just remember what was it? Him and uh, McGregor before they fought, and there's just so much smack talking. Yeah, like throwing chairs and shit at each other. Yeah, McGregor was very good at smack talking. Yeah, I mean he was a great fighter. Right. Now don't get me wrong, he knocked out one of the best fighters in the world, Jose at the time, Jose Aldo. Yeah. Who was looked yeah. at as this guy With that quickness? He was just he was this Jose Aldo was just looked at as like untouchable you know mcgregor just got in his head got in his head got in his head got in his head yep. at his brain yeah right and they focus he did he, mcgregor knocked him out in the first 
round the yeah. first couple, first few first minutes. minutes you know so <laughs> but then but then you go back and you look at the camp and McGregor was training like that knockout like McGregor yeah. was watching because he knew when Aldo got pissed he would advance a certain way oh so he would he so they would practice like the moves like um oh what's that guy's name Ben Askren and um Jorge Masvidal yeah that sounds about right yeah so Jorge Masvidal <laughs> if you look up if you look up the quickest knockout in UFC history the Jorge Masvidal knocks out Ben Askren okay. if you guys got computers up right now watch the video it'll take you three seconds to watch <laughs> seriously <laughs> so um you know there's this guy Ben Askren who was a wrestler and he was just a loud mouth training in people's heads whatever right he always had a certain he was a wrestler yeah he came into the UFC being a wrestler and this guy, Jorge Masvidal, who started off, oh, shit. He was doing those backyard street fights. Remember uh, Kimbo Slice? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Backyard those fights. are sweet. So Jorge was this really young kid from Miami Beach and did the same thing. He was in those fights. And yeah. He's in the UFC now. He's 30-some-odd years old. Well, he knew that they, he was did the same thing where he trained it in this camp. Yeah. Right? And it was literally... Like, they go, you ready, you ready, fight. And Ben comes right into the middle of the Yeah, he tries to shoot low, yeah. And he just comes up and knees him right in the head, and it yep. connects, and see you later. He was out. Dude, you know? yeah, it's a 17-second clip on YouTube. So, <laughs> and the actual fight is less than that. He literally just, More like. saying their names probably than the fight. Yeah, it's like Ben Askren just goes in to, like, try to grapple with the guy, and the dude just knees him in the head. Like, damn. Mm -hmm. And there's a video of that, of him, <clears> him you know, training that. So it's so it's a lot of a lot of like tape watch kind of stuff, like film watch yeah. almost, you know, where you're like trying to figure out where this guy's weak, yeah. where I can get at him. You gotta learn you gotta learn the styles learn the tendencies. Yeah. All right. Mm. So we got all right, so Sean Strickland versus Duplee, that's the big one this weekend. Is that that's like the title or the what is it, the title car? Is that what they call it? The middleweight. Middleweight. So okay. UFC, yeah, it's the middleweight. So and it's UFC two ninety seven. Okay. So the big thing coming up is the UFC three hundred. Yep where um that's obviously like you know the pen you know oh ufc 300 we've made this many right um <laughs> but that's when they have a lot <laughs> but that's when they have a lot of like big fights on that too like um oh shit justin gaethje versus uh oh, they holloway oh they've already got the, the fights lined up okay they got yeah. a few they got a few so justin gaethje versus max holloway justin gaethje and max holloway are monsters okay. they've been fighting for a while gaethje is this guy that just advances with his head down and just swings <laughs> just nice. like dude what do you do but he can stop it him. and they're actually fighting for the uh bmf belt uh that they made Big motherfucker belt, motherfucker <laughs> belt. <laughs> it started it started actually between uh jorge masvidal and nate diaz okay. were the inaugural guys to fight for the belt and the jorge won um, but they're fighting for the belt. You can just make your own belts. No, this was Dana. Dana did this. Oh. Dana White can definitely make his own belts. Dana White's gonna, yeah, Dana White's gonna make his own belt. You're gonna like I it. Would fight, I wouldn't <laughs> fight him, dude. He's fucking brick house. Dude, I wonder if we get to UFC 300, be interesting to do a calculation of how many concussions have happened in uh, all 300 uh, UFCs. You know, we got UFC 300, and we're coming up on uh, 
275 concussions. All right, that's probably more than that. It's probably at least one <laughs> concussion. Number. Yeah, that's uh, it's I a. I mean, yeah. You can take you can take out all the chokeouts, right? Because those aren't those aren't concussions. No. Nope. Yeah. No, it's not concussions. Yeah. No. Nope. How many guys? How many guys have been tapped out because of that or submission through like a like, like an arm bar or something bar or a fucking leg? Yeah. What they call them? What's the leg lock? Leg one? bar. Leg lock. Leg bar. Leg bar. There's Dude, there's multiple that, names for. Holy fuck! That one or the arm one, I'm instantly tapping. I'm not fucking trying <laughs> I'm to not go rip it up my tendons. Doesn't feel yeah, good. Fuck that. <laughs> no. It Can you imagine if your good. arm just hyperextended the opposite <laughs> way? Yeah. No. I'm, I'm out. Prop it on the hip and just pop a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. If you know the technique, so if you know the technique, a no small person can do it to a big boy real quick yep. too. Shout out to Michael Gowderman who uh, loves talking about wrestling. Ranked wrestler. Glory days of wrestling and thinking he could take anybody on. Dude, I used to get drunk and wrestle Frank all the time. No homo. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, well, thanks for coming on, Mark. Yeah, dude. Appreciate awesome you coming on, brother. Thank it's been you, good. Man. Yeah, fun. I think uh, we're running out of time here, but uh, good Google, talking to you guys. Google's gonna kick yeah, us off like Zoom too. used to do. Um. Yeah. Yeah, dude, we'll have to do this again. Maybe we'll uh, we'll circle back after these fights and we can uh, get the next after UFC breakdown. Update. Yep, after the 300 update. When it's the Bills versus the Lions. Oh, yeah, Super- Bills-Lions Super Bowl. Oh, that, Bills dude, Lions if that happens, you're coming back on for sure. We're going to Let's Vegas. Let's go, baby. Yep. All right, dudes. Until next time, brothers. All right, later. All right, bye. I'll talk to you, fellas.